Scotty Scheffler marching towards victory at the Players' Championship. He's six strokes clear of Terrell Hatton and is four under through 13 holes to be 18 under for the tournament. Now, the Aussie charge is led by Cam Davis, who is one under through 13 in his final round and 11 under for the tournament, seven strokes off the pace. Minwoo Lee, it has been an unhappy final round. He is four over, eight under par, tied for 11th. So after he had his triple bogey at four, he's then gone and had a double at 11. Uh, There's a couple of birdies and another bogey in amongst his round, but uh, those two holes have killed his chances uh, now, Mossy's coming up shortly. We'll go through the Premier League and the A-League results over the weekend. But the cricket today, Australia resumes none for three in their second innings. Final day in Ahmedabad, final day of the series. So we're trailing by 88 runs after India made 571 on this, uh, well, let's face it, it's the Hume Highway there in Ahmedabad. Stark contrast from the pitches we got in the first three test matches, but that's cricket, Clarky. You get different surfaces in different venues, but uh, this has been, let's face it, (laughs) watching this match, quite enjoyed the chaos of the first three (laughs) test matches now. A lot more entertaining. A lot more entertaining watching the batsmen uh, struggling, but uh, I mean, you're you're confident of a draw? Very much. I'm always nervous about a collapse. I don't think so. Not on this (laughs) wicket. I think it's still, it's playing very well. yeah, I think it, I think the game will be caught off at tea time. So, yeah, uh, not the most exciting way to finish the series, but it'll be a two-one victory oh. to India. Um, yeah, well played. Or again, I, I think as a the batters have had it tough to be honest in the first three Test matches. So I think for guys who got the bat on this strip, they'll be happy that they finally got a chance to bat on an Indian belter. But, uh, yeah, Virat Kohli, exceptional yesterday. Um, Aussies tried just about everything, just couldn't get him out. Um, so, yeah, now we get the chance to, like I say, bat for the first two sessions and then the game we caught off. I must say, yeah, you, you, I do enjoy the, compared to this test match. Yeah, this has been boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been boring. Yeah. And it is difficult for groundskeepers to, you know, get the pitch right so the, the game can hard. have, yeah, yeah. The, balance between bat and ball, and it goes for four and a half days. Well, I think in general, over a long period of time, even when I played, it was it, the, the batters get the favourable conditions. Like, generally, wickets are. There might be a little bit in it day one for the quicks. Like, if you generalise international cricket, there's normally a little bit day one, great batting conditions for three days, and then you get reverse swing and spin. So it's really a batter's game. Mm. So every now and then, I think that builds excitement when you see you know, a wicket seeming and bouncing and the quicks have a have a field day and knock a team over in a day, I think you go, well, you know what, I don't mind that. It's a good change. Yeah. Or, you know, I know we complained a lot about the, the pitch in the first test, but I actually don't think, you know, it was as bad as what we made out. Yeah. Um, but conditions have been tough for batting, don't get me wrong. It's cer- certainly conditions have favoured spin bowling. No, but it showed you that you could still make a score Definitely. if you applied yourself. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. But they have been yeah. spin-bowling-friendly wickets. So, yeah, I think um, this test match is, again, too flat. You know, I th- I've, Again, I, I want to see a winner and a loser. Mm. I don't care where it is around the world. You've got five days for someone to win and someone to yeah. lose. So I, I'm, you'd like to think conditions, yeah. uh, you know, there's enough variables in conditions to give you a victory yeah. and a loss. Yeah, but I, I know that 
the pitches is are completely different to the ones they played on earlier. I get that. Yeah. But one thing in the back of my mind is we have had that collapse. And two, you've always said that the game on the fifth it day quickens up. Yeah, definitely. Th- it, funny things, things can, can change. Ha- definitely, definitely. I'm, so I've I'm, always got that in my back of yeah. my mind when you said that about yeah. Indian pitches. And we see, we've seen enough balls certainly in India's innings, like that have just grabbed and spun. So look, Australia need first hour for Australia, but then have a look at how well Australia batted to chase that hundred and well, chase seventy odd in the third test. Yeah. Well, and you were nervous well, it would get yeah. rock and roll, and we got a couple down, one, one down. down. One so down. I yeah. think that gives the boys a lot of confidence. confidence. Yeah. And this wicket on day five is a lot better than what yeah. that pitch was. Yeah, we lose two or three. Early. I'm confident yeah. in the boys, you know. Mm, I hope you're right. <laughs> All right, round ball game. P Moss next. <laughs> Morning. Oh, I'll tell you what, Mossy, you'll be there. Popcorn tonight because the multi-followers of the Moss Man, they're one leg away. They just need Melbourne victory to win tonight. How are you, Mossy? Uh, it's a big question. You know, do you cash out or do you go through with it? Don't, don't cash, cash out. out. Never. Just, <laughs> never unless you, unless, out. Unless you're trying to Love it. win thousands. All in, huh? Hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. Actually, funnily enough, it's uh, it's the final leg of two multis because I give the boys on uh, on the Sunday show a multi as well. And uh, Arsenal and Newcastle got up overnight. Um, Melbourne City did the job yesterday in the A League, so we're just waiting on Melbourne victory for that one too. So it could be uh, this could be hall of this could be hall of uh, BSB fame stuff. Deary me, Loz, you okay with two this? multis in one weekend? You, so he's you... giving Bulldog a leg, leg up. Yeah, no. You, you okay with this? No, no, it's for Ray. It's for Ray. It's not for Bulldog. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> but listen, it was a bit of a sweet weekend. Liverpool, the only team in the top six to lose. Yeah, what not happened? Great. Yeah, what, mate, they can't back up a good performance, Liverpool. You were crowing no. about the 7-0 to Man United, and yes. then you can't beat Bournemouth. I copped a couple of one nil Middleton you flog messages on the text line this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That was quite generous, actually. Uh, Yeah, you've been called worse. Yeah, much worse. um, Yeah, no, it was. uh, Look, how often do you see it in sport when you come off the back of a big, big win like that and you just can't back it up? But um, Mo Salah from the penalty spot. Oh my goodness! You just, I I don't know what odds you would have got for that, but uh, he's just got it so horribly wrong. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we um, we didn't do enough to, to get even a point, let alone three out of the game. And um, Manchester United sort of bounced back a little bit, you could say, with a nil-nil. But um, I only say bounce back a little bit because they were down to 10 men um, after 34 minutes. Casemiro um, getting sent off in uh, in that one um, overnight. So against Southampton, that was at home. Um, but yeah, the the, um, the others they all uh, they all took advantage. Arsenal winning overnight, real statement win that because Man City had already won, and um, and Arsenal uh, scored three goals to to win their game. Uh, Man City, of course, Spurs won um, to ease the pressure on Antonio Conte. Um, a lot of talk around Conte um, and where he sits at uh, at Spurs because obviously they got knocked out of the FA Cup, they got knocked out of the Champions League. Um, he said emphatically that he's. Uh, he would die for the club till the end of the season, and then we'll reassess where uh, where he goes from there. But um, Newcastle as well getting uh, getting the win overnight, two one. Mossy, I know you you follow uh, Liverpool, so you've got a greater understanding of what's going on. 
compared to what I, I do because I only watch the highlights. Uh, is it just as easy? Is it easy solution? They just need a, a couple more players, or is it a bigger uh, reason why they're losing? Yeah, they've got the quality. There's no doubt about that. Like, um, you know, Nunes just. If you and I'm not comparing players, but if you look at signings, so Man City signed Haaland and he scores 34 goals in all competitions. Um, Darwin Nunes for Liverpool was their big number nine signing. He hasn't hit the ground running anywhere near as hard as what Haaland has. Um, and I'm not comparing the, the styles of the players, but just you know, two big clubs signing two big players. Um, so that that's probably one reason. Mane was the uh, was the one that left the, the big name that left in the off season. Um, you know, I can't, I can't pinpoint that. I honestly think it's a mental thing. I really do. I, I, and that's why I question as much as I love Jurgen Klopp, you know, his methods are very, very demanding, very high octane, high energy. I just wonder if the, if the squad is a little bit fatigued this season. Um, you know, they're professional players. They, they get paid a lot of money. So it's, I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm just wondering if that might be the thing because there's mistakes they're making. Um, throughout the season, and particularly the early rounds of the season when it was really evident, where we lost a lot of points, um, that you just shouldn't be making at that level. And they're not because they're not quality players. They're, they're concentration mistakes. The relegation battle is going to be, well, for us saddest, it's going to be awesome to watch because you've got <laughs> nine clubs right in the mix here to be relegated uh, with, what, 10 or 11 games left per club for the rest of the season. But... I guess the one, the club that's really in trouble is Harry Sutar's club, Leicester City. They've lost four on the bounce and are only out of the drop zone on goal difference. They lost to Chelsea on the weekend, Mossy. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a massive win for Chelsea given what's happening around Graham Potter as well. So he, what a week they had, um, you know, with, with the Champions League and a, and a couple of wins in the, the Premier League as well. But, yeah. Harry's joined a, a, a fantastic club. Leicester is a fantastic club, and they've got a great manager in, in Brendan Rodgers, but things are not going well at the moment. There's still no talk that I'm seeing around job security for Brendan Rodgers. Um, in fact, they came out just a few weeks ago and said that, you know, we're all right behind him, which can be a double-edged sword, as we all know, in professional sport. But, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Harry Sutter is playing well, um, you know, Maybe partly to blame for for one of the goals on the weekend where where a runner ran off him um, to score, but um, he's been exceptionally uh, good considering he'd never played in the Premier League before. But they've got a real fight in their hands. They're sitting on 24 points, um, which is level with 18th place Bournemouth, um, only ahead on goal difference. So, um, as you said, Mido, this time of year in the Premier League is so intriguing at both ends of the table, but um, particularly that relegation battle because you've got big clubs like Everton, you've got Leicester. West Ham. Um, West Ham as well, exactly. Leeds United, um, you know, they've had a, a, a terribly hard season. So uh, some real interest around the bottom of the table. What would you make of the A-League, buddy, over the weekend? Yeah, great, uh, Clarky. I, I, my vocal cords were strained on Saturday morning because I did the Perth game on oh, Friday yeah. night. Oh, it God. was a late game and um, it was an incredible game of football. Perth Glory, just a quick recap, going down to 10 men after one minute uh, with Jordan Elsie. Um, producing a straight red card tackle in the first minute. Um, so they were right up against it, Perth Glory, but they, they stayed and they uh, they fought. And uh, the tactical battle between Ruben Zadkovic and Marco Rudan was fascinating. And then Perth found a winner in the 95th minute. Uh, Aaron McInef 
deflected goal and Perth uh, HBF Park just went absolutely mental with that goal. But um, Western Sydney will be scratching their heads. They had enough chances to win about four games of football. Couldn't find the back of the net, the post, twice, uh, the crossbar, once young Callum Neuenhoff. Uh, but Perth found a way to win, and it was a famous, famous win. So that was fantastic. Um, and then over the rest of the weekend, there was um, some really good games of football. Um, Sydney FC um, will be licking their wounds this morning. They did everything but score against Wellington yesterday. Wellington won 1-0. Um, contentious uh, non-penalty for Sydney as well, which uh, won't please Steve Corica. But, um, yeah, just some good games, some good goals. Adelaide United, again, putting themselves right in the the title uh, conversation. Mariners bounced back as well, so uh, and plenty of goals. There was uh, plenty of goals over the weekend and quality ones. And I just see over also in the UK, Sam Kerr has scored for Chelsea as they've beaten Man U 1-0 in the Women's Super League and Chelsea have gone back to the top of the table there. But that's just par for the course when it comes to Sam Kerr, Mossy. How good is she? And uh, she, I saw she made the list of top 10 most influential um, sports women in Australia, um, which uh, is probably no surprise, but great to see that she's having an impact off the field as well as on it. Um, obviously, the Matildas with those two games against Scotland and England coming up uh, next month in April in London. Um, so the, the preparations for the World Cup, and people don't realise what's going to hit us uh, in Australia come July when the Women's World Cup rolls around. But uh, great to see the Matildas really sharpening their focus for that tournament. Thank you, mate. And uh, looking forward to talking about a miraculous Liverpool comeback in the Champions League in Madrid later this week. Thank you. Oh, what a job we've got ahead of us, eh? Have a great week, guys. I'll see you, mate. you Friday. Heroes and villains up for grabs, so uh, keep the text coming. 0419-767-272-1353-53. We'll take calls after the 8.30 news. Just some of your texts here. Boys, the hero for me is how the Sydney Kings put on a show for the kids on Friday night. We have two basketball converts. Cricket and league should watch and learn or lose a generation. Never a dull moment and quality athletes all round. Villain is the Indian groundkeepers. More variation on an AstroTurf pitch in this <laughs> last test. Joe the Botany Battler. Ah, you're spot on, Joe the Botany Battler. Don't I? I Bring I'm... the mats back. Bring the old matting back. Mm. You used to have a gap because you needed two different mat. Like you couldn't have one mat for the whole length of the pitch. So you needed there was a gap right in the middle. In the middle, yeah. If it hit right, that, that was the it, ridge. Yeah, yeah. And it take to, your head off. Yeah, bring that back. Uh, now, uh, hey boys, do you think on the Ponga situation could have moved to rugby? Maybe somewhat of a resolution for him, knowing that he wouldn't be needed to make anywhere near as many tackles, which is where it seems uh, to be. That that's where it seems to be where he's getting the majority of his head knocks and the collisions don't seem to be as heavy. Sam the Nomad sending that one through. Well, you can't guarantee he won't have concussion issues in rugby. No, you can't, but he signed a long-term deal with Newcastle. And if Newcastle were going to re- release him or if Newcastle thought that it was the end of Caelan Ponga, then they would think that his career would be over mm. rather than going and allowing him to play another sport. So I, I don't think that would happen. I don't think Newcastle would just say, yes, no worries, off you go to Rugby Union. I think it would be more about trying to work with Kalen to try and find ways to... I, 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 I don't know. I, it's, it's hard because you can try and find ways to avoid contact, but unfortunately, in our game, contact is a very, very important part. You've mm-hmm. got to get your head in to make a tackle at some point in time. So regardless of where you make that tackle, 
So if you have the correct technique, you're still susceptible to a hip. Mm. And if you get a hit in the head with a hip, that's a very solid bone and, and, and you'll do some damage. Um, if you go high, as he did yesterday, you've got the op- they've got the option of that head clash. I mean, that was unfortunate. Um, I'd have to look at it closely to see what else he could have done because there was someone else involved in that tackle as well. Um, But again, it's just a contact collision sport. These things are going to happen. Mm. And the focus is on head knocks, so it should be. We've got to try and protect as many people as we possibly can and protect them from themselves. And that's why the league has implemented these stricter protocols around HIA. Um, but you're never going to eliminate it. The other, never. The other thing that oh, I know you've told me a few times, but I, I, I don't know how headgear doesn't help. Like, can we... Because Callum Ponga always wears a headgear, yet he suffered, he suffered the most concussions, or a lot of concussions. Oh, I've been told with headgear, all yeah. it will stop is cuts and abrasions and mm. you know you can you can stop that with with the headgear on but if you get a genuine whack is there something headgear that, will not yeah but it, for someone like that. ponga for example he's a good example you'd like to think there's a company out there that are trying to find a product yeah. that yeah i know it's easier said than no. done well you look at the nfl takes, nfl players well, with helmets. helmets yeah same they thing. still get knocked out yeah true so uh, yeah I, I i i don't know what the answer is yeah Man, scary for, you know, a an absolute superstar of the game. Mm. He now sits in a place where, like, we're talking about his position on a field, saying, can he not play six and tackle yeah. in the front line? Like, even that, yeah. it's... Well, we were only having this man. discussion, you know, having a, a beer with a mate of mine the other day about young Will Pekoski. Totally different sport. Yeah, yep. But we're just talking about Ashes, and we're talking about Dave Warner, to be yep. fair. We're talking about whether he comes back in and whether he retires or whatever. And we're just talking about, well, who's the next guys? Anyhow, we said there's sort of no one. And then one of them said, oh, Pekoski. And then we spoke about the challenges that he has. <sighs> yep. And if you take him to an Ashes, for instance, and you've got Joffre Archer bowling Could, at him, yeah. you, what, what are you telling Archer to do? No. You're telling whoever he plays against, if you're in the team, you're using your short ball. It's you're not using your short ball to hurt him. You're using the short ball really to push him back, get worried that the bowling team's going to bowl short to him, and then you get him out with that good length ball he's caught on the crease, or he's hanging back yeah, and he nicks it. But you're going to test him. Hundred percent. You're using what is it? Two and over. You're yeah. using it every in any conditions around the world. Even if he's batting on that strip in India, if I'm the Indian quicks, I'm bowling two bounces and over. And Scotty Scheffler in the final round of the Players' Championship is five strokes clear. He's three under through 15 holes, 17 under for the tournament. Terrell Hatton, 12 under, is second. Uh, Aussie Cam Davis currently tied for third at 10 under par. He's even through 15 holes. Min Woo Lee started the day two strokes off the pace. Unhappy day. Five over through 15 holes, seven under for the tournament. Still tied for 13th and has had a very good tournament. But uh, yeah, this has not been a great Sunday in the States for Minwoo Lee. But uh, still, he's uh, one to watch going forward from an Aussie golf perspective. No doubt about that. Now, stacks of text here and we'll take some calls shortly. 13.53.53, the $100 gift card up for grabs. 
in a case of the saint and sinner alcoholic kombucha for heroes and villains this Monday morning. Morning, lads. What a great weekend for a sports lover. Hero, the Dragons, absolutely great performance, especially Jacob Little changed the momentum of the first half when he came onto the field. Also, honourable mention to Tim Zhu. Can't wait to watch him take on Charlo. Villain, the West Tigers for that horrible performance against a 12-man Newcastle side. Not sure who has had a worse start to the season. Them or Laurie's multi. Have a good one, boys, says the Ooh, Shell Harbour happy Dragons. Dragon, just with a little, just Stab. a little left jab to the to the Ooh. body, a little body shot there for you. Oh, I tell you what, the last two weeks has been tough. If anyone's mm-hmm. had a winning day, picking a few winners, good luck to them. Good luck to them, you know, because I reckon it's been challenging. I agree. I'm out of form. Mm. Uh, Laws, surely it would be better for the Knights to let Ponga go rather than continue paying him a million bucks each year when he could only play eight to ten games a season. Uh, they should come to a payout agreement and let him go to Rugby Sevens where he'd reduce the chance of head knocks. He'd be sensational, says Bulldog Bob. Uh, heroes, the organisers and everyone who set up a fantastic weekend of car racing in Newcastle. Great advertisement for a great city, <laughs> in brackets, not town. Uh, villain, SVG, Shane Van Gisbergen for being a suki la-la in the press conference. Knows how to drive, but he and his team should know the rules. Cheers, Keith. Uh, morning, boys. Not a soccer fan, but there's clearly only one hero, and that's Bournemouth. Any team that beats Liverpool gets my vote. Villain is surely the Tigers. You can bring back Benji and Robbie and Tim Sheens and say it's a whole new start. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can read that, can I? Who Even if you, <laughs> Who would want to coach? Can I say that? No. I can't say that, no, can I? No, you can't, no. Um <laughs> Morty Filler, thanks for the text though. Uh, hero Tim Zhu controlled the fight right from the outset and never let Harrison off the ropes. Villain, the referee, should have stopped it when his head slumped onto the top rope. He copped another couple of unnecessary whacks as he was falling. In this day and age of head knock protection, I thought it was a bad look. If that uppercut landed as he was falling, it could have been catastrophic. Graham sending that one through, and we certainly concur. We spoke about that one uh, earlier this morning. Hey, fellas, a big shout out. Uh, to local legend Matt Hammond for taking out the famous Robertson Spud Race, lugging the 50-kilo sack of potatoes 400 metres in quick time. Special mention to Nathan Hindmarsh, hitting the deck, embarrassing himself and his family, says Mitch from Robertson. Yeah, I read about this on the weekend. It was in one of the papers, wasn't it, about the Robertson sack race? I think yeah, there was I think a Fletcher picture of Hindy are doing oh, something. Oh, Fletcher and Hindy did a segment, S- segment or something. Segment yeah. on the weekend. So I tell you what, though, Mido, that 50 50- Kilos, four hundred meters. That's not fun. That's not good at all. No. Hindy lifted the bag of spuds up on the Thursday night Matty John show. And he did it easy, putting it on his back. So he's very strong. But yeah. then to run four hundred meters is that how it's carried on yeah. your shoulders? Well, I think you can carry it anyway. Okay. How did the winner carry it? Uh, we'll have to ask Mitch from Roberts. But I'd say that on video? top of your shoulders, on top. Yeah, fifty kilos. It's yeah. a good effort. I'd hate to be carrying it. Yeah. Out in the front. Yeah, you're That's not going to work. Over one shoulder, Over maybe. one shoulder, yeah. Technique. Who knows? I don't know, mate. I don't know. I, 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 it's never interested me going in that type of race. <laughs> I'd go down there you're and more, watch it. You're more the egg and spoon, I reckon. Oh, yeah, but my legs. Not lugging an extra 50. No. No, no I, could, I couldn't. Neither's my back. No. My knees are no good. I, I can't lug an you'd a, have to another go backwards. 50k around. Hey, you'd, have to, you'd have to run backwards with the spuds on your shoulders. <laughs> Yeah. No, I only walk backwards down hills. I look like a goose, but I have to. Like any steep, uh, so good. 
Could you imagine oh, that? I Could can. you imagine I that? Can. Oh, hang Is on, that? babe. I just got to turn around here. Just <laughs> hold the other hand. True, we do. <laughs> I just oh, love it. I'm moonwalking. <laughs> yeah. Like it's someone driving past. Uh, yeah, Laurie Daly. What are you doing? Well, I, I pretend <laughs> I'm sort of pointing out. Oh, I'm looking at the houses. Yeah, doing yeah, okay. When a car comes, that's what I do. Yeah, I got you. That's or smart. Or I stop. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. I just don't oh. want to run into someone coming the other way up what, the hill and what about, I'm walking down How does there. the side shuffle go for you? Have you tried that? Why don't you have a crack at a side shuffle? The side shuffle? Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> I've, never, I've never done a side shuffle. Give it a crack. Give that a crack. The side shuffle? Yeah. Instead of going backwards, go, you know what? I might just do 10 to my left, turn around, 10 to my right. Well, yeah. Then Actually, backwards. You know just what? mix it up a bit. You know what? I might give the side shuffle a just run. Just give it a go. Yeah, I might, see how I that feels on the knees. and see what happens. Hmm. I've never never considered it. Now I have. <laughs> uh, g'day, Steve. How are you? Yeah, morning, boys. How are we going? Yeah, pretty oh, good. <laughs> the side shuffle. Oh, you got you guys are having fun. That's for sure. Oh dear. Always heroes, funny. heroes, and villains. Um, Lucas Herbert at the players is my hero. Shot ten over in the first round. Didn't wake up with a sore back or a broken fingernail. Got out there, manned up, played again. He was 10 over after 17 of the second round, oh. and he's birdied, he's birdied the last. He's just, like, he hasn't sucked on. He's gone out there and played like a man. It was, that was, it was so easy to walk off and, like, have an injury, but he didn't do it. Okay, I just yeah. thought that was good. Oh, I'm just having a look at his card. Yeah, so he's shot 23 over. He's shot an 82 <laughs> and an 85. Yep. But uh, he, like, how, many, how many of them do you see walk off? Yeah, or yeah. Or wake up with a sore back? Yeah. Gosh, he yeah. hit it. Okay, so he, he got a, a nine on the par on the par four fourth in his second round. A nine. Oh, he's yeah, had an eight. On, oh, and he had the an eight on the seventeenth. Uh, the, Which is the, the famous island par three. Yeah, the island par three. Okay, gosh, geez, I'll, I'll have to find out what's going on there. But anyway, good nom. What what about your villain? I was going to give it to the person that stole the MCG road and took it to India. But I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to the groundsman over there again. The ridiculously oversized sight screen. They were talking about breaking ninety one thousand people there on the first day. There was Didn't no hope. There was, there was no they couldn't because twenty percent of the ground's been got white bloody sheets on it. <laughs> How did Elbow go there, by the way? I, I didn't I saw him getting carried around or driven around. In the Pope, around like the Pope Laurie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, moving around like the Pope. <laughs> so there, there wasn't the 130 that turned up? No. 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 Can, I, can I just say quickly too, boys? Um, we need to mourn the death of rugby league as a sport that gets reported in Victoria today. Because the AFL season starts down here this week and you ain't going to see nothing about rugby league in any paper on the news. Well, they won't be talking about Melbourne after their performance on the weekend. They were horrible. They don't horrible. talk about them anyway. No, well, that's a, a fair point. But, uh, yeah, I think they used to, didn't they, when Slater Cameron and Smith, Smith was yeah, there. Yeah, when all those guys were there. Ten pages yeah. in of the back page. Yeah. Go no, songs. good on you, Steve. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Um, See ya. On the text line, boys. Uh, hero, the tab odds makers for continuing to make the Tigers favourites. Thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> villains, the Aussies who actually batted themselves out of the game by taking two days to score 480. They were never going to take 20 wickets to win after that. Cheers, Tony. Uh, Got to get runs on the board however you get them, I suppose. Don't um, look at me. Red hot tip legends. 
<laughs> Don't ask me a question about cricket. Highland Jack in the Adelaide Cup, down three kilos on the big win last start. No names for that one. But yeah, Adelaide Cup, Buzz. Canberra Can Cup today. Can we get Buzz back on for the last 10? No, that's, you, you, you two are done for I the day. I want to talk to him about... You, you two need to cool down. Hogging. Remember that when you were a youngster, you get called a hog? Someone in your team wouldn't pass? Yeah. Mate, you hog, you pass hogged it. it. Yeah. <laughs> you hogged it. I was going to score. Give me the ball. <laughs> oh, I used to blow up about that all the time. Uh, were you a hog? Oh, if I thought I could score, yeah. I'd go for it. <laughs> is that a hog? How That's exactly what a hog is. <laughs> Mate, your wing is free. Give him the ball. Yeah, nah. but if I thought I could yeah. score. How often did Ricky call you a hog? Oh, mate, he'd, he'd have a crack every time. <laughs> Look, Ricky and I used to fight over the ball. Right. Oh. Actually, we haven't spoke about Raiders today. What's no, no, going we'll on? get to them tomorrow. Oh, hey. we're, we're saving a whole day for no, it. No, yeah, we've got, we got rash decisions tomorrow. Mate, your Raiders are nowhere. Yeah, I reckon, lost their opening two games. Mate, don't worry about what, Tigers. By, don't by one point and six points. Don't care how, I don't care if you lose by 40. A loss is a loss. Right, they'll be, Tigers they'll or be Raiders wouldn't higher. spoon. Tigers no. or Raiders. Oh, I'll take a bet on that. No, I'm not taking a bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not taking a bet. But Raiders. Right. Have you, did you put them in the eight? Yeah, 100% I did. <laughs> What's tomorrow's segment? Uh, rash decisions. Wednesday, swap or keep. Mm. Wednesday, I'm looking forward to yeah. your swap. Won't be swapping okay. just yet. Adrian, good morning. Yeah, g'day, guys. My hero and little hero is, is the Newcastle Newcastle team. Very good. Nice. For a fantastic, um, you know, gutsy, one of the most gussiest wins ever. My villains is the two Davids, David Clammer and David Fafida. I mean, first of all, David Clammer, fed him. What was he doing at the end of the game? Trying to big note himself, seriously. Adam Fenua Blake a few years ago put him in his place. You know, he's just a bully. And as for David Fafita, seriously, anybody who pays him more than 500000 a year is ridiculous. He just, he's a terrible defender. I mean, at the World Cup, Fanua Blake and Tavita Pingo Jr. weren't even, didn't even tour. And, and Fafita couldn't even make the run on side for Tonga. Seriously, he's just such, a, such an overrated player, that bloke. Yeah, and well, shocking defender. Well, they came back to the pack last night after their first up victory, the Titans, no doubt about that. They were poor after uh, after half time. Well, after they led 12-2, uh, they offered... And one of my great pet hates, Tanner Boyd, mate. He didn't find touch twice mm. off the penalty. Mm. Twice. I oh, know, I know. Well, it's, mate. It's, it's frustrating. You just, put the ball out. Just kick it out. That's what you're telling your oh, It's the worst mistake you All the time. Oh. Just find touch first. Don't worry about trying to chew up too much grass. Just try and get the ball out so we get to our tap and then we play off the back of that. I, I, I can understand your frustration there too. And a massive punters post-mortem coming up ahead of uh, one of the great race days of the year. Golden Slipper Day at Rose Hill on Saturday. Five Group 1s, the only day where you'll see five group ones. And uh, Ron Duffy is joining us. How are you? G'day, guys. Uh, so how do you feel about this slipper picture? Uh, and, and after the magic night in the Pengo Pengo with uh, Shinzo and Steel City victorious, could we see, um, you know, it's not often we see, I think Kiyomichi obviously won the magic night and won the week later, but we don't see it too often, history tells us. Win the next no. week. No, not in the modern day, and the ones that have won it in the past have been you know, close to champion two-year-olds, so it's not easy, but, but gee, she did put up a performance there on Saturday, I must say, Steel City. She did it both ends. Um, she's one of the first two-year-olds to put a margin in them 
you know, a good few lengths and running that time on the track at the track and distance that the slippers held. And she ran far, much faster time than Shinzo. But we have to take into account that Shinzo did overcome a perceived bias and he was one of the only horses to come from back. And come from back, I must say, was last. He's come from last to win that race where not many horses could do that on the day. So I think we should factor that in. So I can say, yeah, double tick to, to both performances in what's looking a very, very, very even golden slipper. I'd suggest the barrier draw tomorrow is very important. We'll get out and try and work out some sort of map and um, make our selections from there. But as far as saying, oh, you know, A, B, C, D, uh, this is what I like in the slipper, it's nearly impossible at this stage, and that's uh, within the last week. I take that then, Duff, you haven't sort of had a firm opinion either way yet? No, I could go through every horse and yeah. give all these positives and positives and positives, but uh, the facts are that it's it's not that simple. It's it's they're a very even lot, and they're they're a decent lot. So we're in for a fantastic race, where the uh, the differing opinions are going to be across the board. Mm. What'd you make of Espiona in the Group One Coolmore Classic? Uh, he's just a genius, Chris Waller. Um, everyone was bagging him for not keeping him, keeping her in Melbourne, where they thought, you know, she was a uh, her best form was. But he read the play, and he split his fillies up. Yeah, with he, he had a setback with Zoo Gotcha, so he just come back to a softer option there in the far lap, gets the money uh, with a peak performance to come. And he, he had Espiona right at the top, and she had the limit weight of 51, and that certainly made the difference there on Saturday. So you've got to give it to him. He's, our, he's not our master trainer for no reason. Um, I thought uh, she, was, she peaked up on the right day, and we all know she's a good filly. Uh, when right, and she goes into the Doncaster Mile now with just as light a weight. And there's news this morning, this uh, Sydney Cup favourite's out this morning, uh, Earl of Tyrone, oh. William Haggis, who had luck on Saturday. He's uh, Jeez, he can he's, find a horse to bring down under, Duff. Oh, Kenny, what? Uh, I think he's Rose Hill record. He's had five runners at Rose Hill for four winners of the second. <laughs> and that's over the last few years, but he's just a genius, and uh, we welcome him here in Sydney. He's a... Uh, a good chap, and he um, he's still got more bullets to fire after protagonist on Saturday as well. Okay, thanks, Duff. We're looking forward to a big show. Thanks, guys. Coming up just after the news, got to give a winner out for heroes and villains. Can you give it to Joe, the Botany Battler, on the text line this morning, who uh, spoke about the experience with the Kings and how his uh, kids are converts due to the entertainment they get and how other codes and other sports can learn from the game day experience and gave it to the Indian groundkeepers uh, in regards to the pitch. So always happy about that, Pup. Yeah. Uh, and uh, probably for giving that, we'll probably end up losing six for ten for today and nah, lose the test match. Boys will be fine. Good Back on you, Joe, tea. the Botany Battler. Thanks for all the texts, all the calls. Have a great Monday, everyone. Punters post-mortem coming up next.